and welcome back to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, he is me, the one and the only, your host, D.L. Snowden. And so grateful to my He Is No Expert family. You guys have continued to blow my mind by tuning in, listening, and engaging with our platform. We're now on Instagram now, so feel free to go to our Instagram page, He Is No Expert and engage with the question, the post, and all of that that is there. Uh, This episode, we have some friends from a fellow podcast by the name of No Gossip, Just Talk, and we talk about everything from winning the lottery to having relationships with boundaries and parameters from the start. Tune in and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he and... You know me, I'm D.L. Snowden, your host, your friend, your podcasting person. And I am joined today by some lovely, lovely people, uh, one of which has been on. She helped to close out my last season, so you know a little bit about her. But we're still going to reintroduce her a little later. But at least just to say hi, I'm introducing my friends, and I'm an honorary member of their podcast as well, Mitra and T. T, go ahead and just uh, say hi to the He Is No Family family. <laughs> He is no expert family. Well, I said family, family. Hi. <laughs> and we also have on the line Miss. Is it Grady? Am I saying that right? Grady. Yes. Miss Grady herself. Yes. The what M to the know? I to the Mitra. Mitra, how you doing? I am well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be a part of your your podcast today. Well, we are happy to have you here. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet, if you will. I uh, am. Good stuff. I guess stuff. All right. <laughs> T was talking about she smells something, but I said, leave Mitra alone. No. <laughs> she, better, she better not do it. Don't do it. I did not. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. We are going to start the show in the news where we normally start. Thank everyone for listening as always. Uh, we're going to talk about some news. There was a gentleman in Charlotte, as soon as I can find there, a gentleman in Charlotte who went in on the regular day to pick up some coffee and a lottery ticket. Now, he had bought one initially. His name was Joshua Helton. He's out of good old Gastonia, so not too far from down in the gas house. Okay. Um, coffee from the QSC Food Market in McAdenville, where they do those lovely Christmas lights. If you're ever in the Carolinas around Christmas, go on down to McAdenville, and uh, you're going to have to wait in some traffic. I'm telling you that right now. But go ahead and see those lights. They light up the whole town, and it is just birth for, as my father would say. Uh, but again, he went down. He went down there to get a. He bought a ticket. The first one was not a winner. But what he did is he turned that one in. So I think it had like you could buy or get two more tickets. So he got two extra tickets, and my guy, he won one million dollars. One million dollars. So yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. So yes, he uh, then proceeded, he went to work. Now again, (laughs) with a million dollars, I probably would still work. Um, Now how about you? That's the first question. So with this, he won a million dollars and he proceeded to go to work before he cashed it in. Mitra T, if you won a million dollars today, would you be going to work tomorrow? I would still work. I probably, I wouldn't work as hard as I am. (laughs) I would work. I would still work. I'm going to have to piggyback on what T said. I would still work, but I think it would be something that I desire to do more versus what I'm doing now. Correct. Um, Just because um, my job right now is pretty stressful. 
So yeah, I think I would still work. I would find something that was more enjoyable for me. But I, but yeah, I, I would still work. But you know, I'm I'm getting my coins. I wouldn't work at my current job, but I collect my coins and <laughs> go find me something a little less stressful. I know that's right. Same here. Yeah, I would still, I would absolutely would make a million dollars because after tax, you know, a million dollar cut down real quick after Uncle Sam absolutely. says thank you. Yeah. Because I think the cash value of, and this is, and we'll talk about that in a second because that's going to be the next follow up question. Cash value after taxes, now it was a million, is $424,500 and some change. That's so over it, half. That's Look. over. Correct. <laughs> over half. Yeah, and Uncle Sam said thank you. And on the type of house that you want to buy. True. That's True. half of it right there. And then True indeed. <laughs> so True yeah. indeed. So yeah. So he he um had the option to, and I, and then I'm gonna give the same option to you all. So what would you take? Would you take the one lump sum of six hundred thousand dollars, and we talked about what that is after taxes, or would you take an annuity, receive fifty thousand dollars every year over twenty years? We'll start with Mitra this time, then we'll go to T, and I'll tell you what I do. So Mitra, okay. what would you do? Okay, so I misunderstood that. So the cash payout was six hundred thousand, not right. Okay, well, no, no, no. So, no, no, no. Hold on. It was six hundred thousand in a lump sum, but at, that after the taxes gotcha. were done with it, dwindled down to four twenty four five. So that's the lump payout. That's the lump payout, right? Ah, after tax. <laughs> <laughs> so what you doing? You doing every every twenty for twenty years fifty grand, or you doing that lump sum of four twenty four after taxes? Honestly, I I just don't know what could happen between in twenty years. Uh, so I'm I'm just gonna take that lump sum. Sounds I'm gonna good. take it. I'm gonna take it. Sounds good. See what you doing with it. What you doing with it? So I got a question. If yes. I was to take the increments, if something was to happen to me, could I pass it on? Right. So my understanding of that is this. And there's two things. Uh, another thing I want to mention in the state of North Carolina, it is law that if you do win the lottery you know, Megan, Megan, et cetera, you do have to self-identify. So you do have to identify yourself. In some states, you can remain anonymous. You can win your little change and your cousins and all of them don't have to know. But in North Carolina, you do have to identify yourself. So them putting his name out was whether he wanted to or not, it's public record. Um, now, back to your question. Ask your question again because I forgot to share my loot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can she pass the loot on to her? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Friend. So, yeah, because it's your money, it then passes along as a part of your estate, I understand. And okay. then your family can make the decision if they want to continue the annuity or get with good old J.G. Wentworth. You know, <laughs> I need my money right <laughs> now. my money and I want it now. I want it now. So, <laughs> I would do the, so I would do the, the yearly, but okay. I will pass it. I will have everything already signed up to give to my daughter and she would, that she would still have to continue getting it yearly. She's not getting a lump sum. Right. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you said you looked into the crystal ball and you've seen some things. So. <laughs> Let's just make sure no she lump sum. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I think, you know, ooh, for me, I think too, I think I too would do the annuity only because I I would be I would be that would be it would, be, it would be, even after taxes fifty thousand I would that would be a good little bump in yearly uh, pay right so yeah so I I would do the annuity and I'd be good with that and definitely set some things up and be able to be more invested uh, from at least a monetary standpoint some of the things I have going on all right last question on the lottery story and then we're gonna go to something else our last question is this if you did win I'm talking about buku money I'm talking about that. Think the guy, uh, some one person won in California. I think it was over what 
close to five hundred million or something ridiculous. Yes, like that. it was it was Buku. And one person won it. Uno mm-hmm. persona. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so if that's the case, we're gonna start with UT. If you won, now I know we do the response. I, I get the responsible. We pay off student loan. We would buy. I get all the responsible stuff. I want to know two things. What ridiculous thing would you buy, and how would you leave your job? Would you leave respectfully? Two weeks, or would you go in there and stand on your boss's desk and tell him to? How are you leaving your job, and what's the first ridiculous thing you're buying? T, you got the floor. Well, because I actually do like my job, I would respectfully leave because I do like my job. If I ain't like my job, be like, what the? Nah, I do like my job, so I would leave respectfully. And the ridiculous thing that I will buy, mm, shoot, I'll probably have a whole shitload of heels. <laughs> a red bottom collection. Hey. Girl. I hear you. Talk about crimson top, right? <laughs> Oh, it's just one thing I will buy, or two more. No, that that works. No, that works. <laughs> like, look, I got a list. Let me pull up my Let me pull up my PDF document real quick. All right, number seventeen. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Mitra, how about you? Okay, so as much as I would want to leave my job, dis- as disrespectfully as I could. I wouldn't because I just I'm a firm believer in karma and I know that money does not last even though it's buku you know you've seen the stories where the people run out of that money real quick oh yeah absolutely so I would I would leave respectfully but I would want to say some things but I wouldn't Mm -hmm. and what I'm about I'm buying me a mansion as my kids would say they say a mansion (laughs) I'm getting me a big ass mansion and um, all of my family's going to be there. They're going to have different wings and everything like that. That's what I'm doing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm along the same lines. I would probably um, buy, I would get a car because I, I love cars. I love cars. So okay. I would get a Maybach. I would get a okay. suit the my initials in the headliner on okay. the door. I get the butterfly doors. All of that. I'm getting okay, it done up. Okay. Now, I know it would take about six months to get it because they have to custom make it. You get to pick the wood and the trims and the, all that stuff. So, but yeah, I would I would definitely buy that. That would definitely be my, my big flex. I, but again, the normal stuff, pay off student debt. I'd buy a nice little house. I would buy a piece of property. Yeah, I would buy a big piece of property and put some houses on there for the family. And if y'all want to live here, great. I got you. If you don't, God bless you. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you play it? Do you? Okay. Um, do you play it? Do you? So that that would be what I do. But yeah, it, it's it's always interesting. And to your point, I think Mitra, you make the point that I believe the statistic is about seventy-five to eighty percent of people who get a windfall end up losing it. Mm. I'll say that again for the people in the back. Seventy-five to eighty-five percent of people that get a windfall lose it, and I think that is because. We don't understand that you have to have the mentality first before right. you have the money. Absolutely. Go yeah. ahead, Mitra. Sound like you wanted to testify. Go ahead, Mitra. Listen, I'm telling you because you hear these stories where people get these big inheritances and they people who've never had a lot of money clearly don't know what to do with it because they just 
wasted on senseless things that will not appreciate. So I'm with you. I'm investing. I'm buying some properties. I'm starting a, a string of Airbnbs. I'm buying an apartment complex, something that I can see a return off of. Facts. Not just things that I'm going to show off, you know. Facts on top of facts. And then when you when you have experienced brokenness, hmm. you do whatever you can to stay away from. Hello. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I think I would say I would add to your point, T, um, when you've experienced brokenness. And I believe anybody, I think you you change your situation when your situation is bad enough and there's enough catalyst and motivation for you to change it. Some folks, as Life Jennings said, get to the bottom and end up making residence there. They build a little house. <laughs> they buy some furniture. <laughs> if I'm going to be here, I might as well make it. No, sis, bro. Come up. You know, but I said it to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I said it to say this that you have to have the mentality as broke to your point, T, that says, hey, look, I'm going to handle my. And that, and, ooh, that's such a good point. Because I was talking to, uh, there's been a debate over, there's a gentleman who does financial you know, counseling and advocacy and all that kind of stuff. And his name is Dave Ramsey. And some people have purported, you know, and said that it's not for black people or people who are, le- you know, who have a, a certain poverty level. Because a lot of the things he suggests come from you starting out with a platform of a certain nest egg of money. And I'll say this, I've been broke. Okay. I'm among that crowd that T testified about. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. I never get, I said to somebody, I said, I've been, you know how people say uh, I'm working paycheck to paycheck. That wasn't even me. I was one of those people. I work from paycheck and I'd have three or four days for that next paycheck was able to hit. You know, I would just be yep. thinking about it. Like, man, I can't wait for this next three, to, three days to burn. I, like, I couldn't get my I couldn't get my paychecks to touch. They wouldn't talk nothing. It was like two folks that had been in a bad relationship and had to see each other at the family reunion. So honestly, I think I think honestly, the average person has seen those days because I'm telling you, it, it's not fun. It yeah. is not fun. Uh, another another interesting stat, and this may be a little off, but. I believe that the stat is for most working Americans, I think the stat is about 70%. So I'll say a majority. I'll say it that way. If we were to lose our job today, it would be a bad day in the house. Because most of us don't have, you know, residual income just saved up. Most of us don't have enough money to thrive for a number of months in between and in between jobs if the job market just goes to do them. We don't have it. So most of us, like even folks that are making, because a lot of times what you will see happen, and I, and I don't want to belabor the point of money, but what you'll see a lot of times is people, as we make more money, guess what we also do? We spend more. Mm-hmm. Man, I never forget working, um, what was I, working at a car dealership, and we had a Freightliner discount. The Freightliner, of course, is in Cleveland. Um, and those guys would come in, and they, you know, get a little raise, and they come straight, I mean, soon as the letter hit. <laughs> Man, I'm going, I'm getting me a, you know, a charge and that, 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 and I'll put the wheels on it, that. And I'm like, okay, that's great, but where is the, to your point, doing something that has some longevity? And I I close with this. Uh, Sam Walton has died decades ago. His family to this day is still on the Forbes list because of what he did. I'll say that again for the folks way, way in the back. Sam Walton, dead gone. He built something at last, but his children are still on the Forbes list. Not because they invented a new business. But the model that he built has sustained them. And not just mm. sustained them, has made them some of the richest people in the world. Mm. 
So well, if we're not, we not building like that, what are we doing? I mean, I, I, I want right. to have drip and all that, but I want it to drip on my kids and my grandkids. <laughs> okay, if we're going to drip, get a, get a water fountain. Get a, get a water Absolutely. fountain. Okay. All that. So with that being said, uh, that's our news. I'm not going to do a bad story today. We're just doing a good story. Forget all that bad news. You can, if you want to see bad news, turn to any news station, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> they got it for you. Okay. I, but literally, I struggle. each Because each week I, I said I want to do a little news segment. I struggle to find a good news story. I mean, I'm like, oh, he got shot. He got stabbed. They ain't got no money. Like, oh, it, it's hard to find a good story. You got to struggle, strip, and strength. All right, let's talk about the quote last week. The quote last week, and let me pull it up. Who it was, it is from James Baldwin. And the quote said, trying to stall while I get it up. And the quote said the following <laughs> Neither error makes one blind, indifference makes one blind. Okay? Neither love nor terror makes one blind, indifference makes one blind. That was James Baldwin. So for those who tried to guess last week, that's what it was. If you didn't guess, there's the answer. Let's move on to this week's quote and see what they said. So the question is, who said this? The quote goes a little something like this. Never be limited by other people's limited imagination. Mm, Never be limited by people's limited imagination. And that is so true. I, I saw a TikTok that was just, it really spoke to me because it was a young lady saying, you know, with our parents, and maybe some of our parents did well, et cetera, but I think that every parent's desire is that their children, if they're, you know, their mental health is right now, some parents just hate us, and that's a whole nother show, <laughs> but I say that to say, but but many of our parents, even if they did well, they want us to do that much better, right? Right, absolutely. And the young lady was saying that my, my parents never became millionaires. My parents never became independently wealthy, so what they taught me kept me up to a certain point. And then beyond that, I did have to push back a little bit respectfully against what my parents taught because I wanted greater than they had. And I understood right. the mindset, the mentality, the air they came from, there was only but so many options available. And I think the greatest things you can do with your children, even yourself, is open yourself up to the possibilities of what's out there. So I'll stop there. Any, any feedback on this quote uh, that you guys have? And they really responded to it. I completely agree with the quote. The quote is very strong and, and it speaks volumes just because um, I've shared my ideas with certain people and they, they're they like, no, don't do that. Because, I mean, if you think about it, our parents were like, go get you a job at the factory. You making um, $19 an hour. Mm -hmm. Look, you doing good. And it's like, no, that was good for you. But the, the, the price of living is going up gas right. is going up everything is going up so i think the mentality was just do good enough to stay afloat but we want to be in abundance well i know i want to be mm -hmm. um living in abundance um and that's just how i feel about it yeah and i i agree and it makes you um it makes you really really have to be mindful of your circle your the people you spend most of your time with because it's like if if y'all not on the same wavelength when it comes to your mental thinking and they thinking on a different level and you trying to think of you know above and more for right. yourself it's just not gonna it's not gonna click because they'll never get it right yeah so yeah 
it, it, go, it goes to, and I'll close with this and we'll move into the kind of question portion of this, but it goes to a statement that I've heard many successful people say, and they've said this, you want a diverse circle of friends. It's cool to have, you know, peeps, you've been your A1s from day one. I get that. But you want to have people that are doing better than you, that are richer than you, that are smarter than you, because if you're the smartest per- person in the room, the quote goes, you need to leave the room. You Hello. Know, yep. You need to have a diverse group of friends that not only you can feed into, but you have to have that reciprocity of they can feed into you as well. Absolutely. So. I agree. I want to add this. Meet yeah, go ahead, sis. Meet your father, remember this story. But I started hanging around people who had more than me, and it made me want to do better with myself mm-hmm. because I remember I was walking from a, I was walking, I had somebody walking me to my car, and he saw my car. And when he saw my car, he was like, yo, he was like, well, hold on. What did I say he said again? No, 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 no. You said he took you to a car that was beside yours that was like, it was like a high-priced car. And you was like, oh, no, that's not my car. This is my car. And he was like, yo, sis, you ain't doing something right. Oh, yeah. He was like, yo, you slack. And I ain't gonna lie, like, it did kind of offend me, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he was right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, you hanging around people who have more. Why don't you have right. more? That should make you want to have more, you know? Right. So, I had to get I had to get my stuff together, you know? And, and, and with that, now, the, the other component of this is is this, because I've watched, you know, I've been, I've been in the, you know, mold of trying to start a business and do some of those things, and what you'll realize is there's a lot of people who will talk about those things but won't teach you how mm. like i watch videos and i'll be watching like you know five steps to do this and all it is i'm talking about well i made this money i did this and i did that and i did the third okay thank you i appreciate that i'm happy for you god bless you where are this these five steps <laughs> you, know, you, you done you done me 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 the whole video and that's fantastic yes. you beat your chest but now i need some of the practical application and, right and that's what it takes and 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 as we said before about our children, all that we, this generation, especially during the pandemic, there have been so many businesses that have started. And in the month of August, the number was 4.3 million people left their job, not fired. Mm-hmm. Not, they left. They, they call it the the great resignation. We are in the time where we have a generation of folks who are saying, I'm not going to settle for just X, Y, Z type of job. And I won't say any names because I don't want to offend nobody, but you know, I won't settle for that. What right. my mother and father did was sufficient or at least got them through. But to your point, Mitra, I'm looking to have abundance. Right. And I believe that abundance is appropriate for life. You know, right. if you're of my faith, the Lord said, I've come that you might have life and life what? More, More abundantly. abundantly. And yes. I touch, touch your neighbor and say, I believe it's promise. I believe it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> okay. right. but, but I say all that to say, that's it. And, and we have to have a mindset that more is okay because a lot of times we have limiting beliefs that we we put ourselves in that and it sometimes takes to your point T someone exposing us to that and again I think the way he counts the statement could have been better but that's a whole nother communication <laughs> show later on but again it, it is to say oh my goodness this man is my age or in and around my age and he's accomplished or she's accomplished XYZ I want to get that right. I need to find a group of people who is humble and approachable enough to teach me or at least give me some of the keys to the game so that I can do likewise or greater. Right. And that's what, that's what age we're in. And I'm that person. Look, I, I'm, look, if I know something, I'm willing to give it to you. I really am. Absolutely. I want to see everybody. I want to see Mitra win, Tanisha yes. win, everybody. 
Lottie, yeah. Dottie, and everybody. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I done got I done got happy over here anyway. You so, did. So, so with that being said, uh, give time, give space, give room for these wonderful ladies who have joined me to introduce themselves fully. We will start with uh, Mitra, who we don't know quite yet. T, you've been on the platform, so you, if you don't mind, could go second. So, Mitra, who are you? What do you do in the world? Tell us more about the Mitra. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, of course, I'm Mitra G, and um, I am on No Gossip Just Talk with the lovely Tanisha Javon. Um, she, we, we've been on for, what, almost two years now, and it's been amazing. Our friendship have, has blossomed. Um, our content has blossomed as well um i enjoy it it's therapy for me just because during the pandemic we were shut down literally so we needed to get out our frustrations we needed to speak so i'm just excited to be a part of your podcast today i also have my own podcast with my husband and it's called it's grady baby you can find that on all streaming platforms and um that's about it what you got? All right. So, as Mitra said, I'm on No Gossip Just Talk with Mitra. I love it. Uh, our chemistry is like so dope. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, <laughs> I love it. Also, um, yes, Dante, you know, um, I definitely, definitely thank you for allowing us to come on as well. Um, you can find us on all streaming platforms. I am also an author. So I have um, I have three books. One is The Wounds from a Healing Heart. The second one is If Only I Had a Home, Volume One and Two. I am re- I am currently working on three, and um, um, that's all. I do so much. I probably left something out, but that's all I can think <laughs> of right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm I'm grateful for you all. You all have always been friends to my little show. You guys, like I, I've said to you, Tanisha, um, when you were on the show, you were kind of my catalyst for doing it. You were the one that I was like, okay, T is doing this thing, and you were doing it consistently. You were going and going and going. I was like, you know what? I've been talking about a podcast for God knows how long. I said, like, you know, I'm gonna do it. And you, I heard your little anchor plug. I was like, okay, let me do some research. I was like. All right, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and get off my, as my grandmother says, my stool of do nothing and do something. Um, so thank you guys for being my inspiration, the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> so as it concerns the show, let me ask. Now we got five. I, I think I sent it down to about five questions because you know it's two of yours, so we're gonna get two responses from you. So the first question is: As it concerns your podcast, No Gossip, Just Talk, what has been one of your most memorable moments for each of you. You'll, we'll start with UT and then we'll go to you. Mitra. I always got to go first. Well, I, I switched it up. Mitra, Mitra introduced herself first, then you went. So I'm trying to give, you know. He's going back and forth. I'm going back and forth. Then oh, she put some bass in her voice. Well, I got to go first like that. She put all the bass in her voice. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so I would say my most memorable moment was um you know what when I first well I got two can I give two? Yeah absolutely okay. my first one is when I first started and I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> and um and so Q he came on and it was supposed to be like a little practice moment or whatever 
and he just came over and took you know and just took over and and worked with me on it and that was the most memorable and then the second most memorable is when I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go and where I wanted to be I be I I called Major and I was like Major I was like don't you want to do a podcast with me (laughs) (laughs) and she was like yeah girl we can do it and it's like we just hit it off and for her to still be here with me is my most memorable because I couldn't have did it without her like I couldn't have did it without that's what's up I think you could have but but thank you for the the compliment um Dante my most memorable moment or moments are just moments of clarity when we're in the midst of the I don't have a specific one but we have them we have those aha moments just about every episode where um T and I are just on the same wavelength and um I wouldn't I, I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't have been with her as long if we didn't have those aha moments or those those moments where we just both um, are just being very candid um, about certain things and just just the clarity that we have when we it's actually a therapy session I would say yeah most parts because I'm getting out frustrations I'm talking to you know many people about my frustrations and and even good things um, and I can share those moments and even with us with starting our live. Um, series which is postponed for now but um it's it's been amazing and i wouldn't change it for the world i love it i love it <clears throat> on that note you you meet you you read my mind because my next question uh is just that follow-up so could you uh and Mitra, we're gonna have you go first because i don't see she, <laughs> she's small but she's a fighter she's scra- she a scrap i'm telling you now she's too fat. okay <laughs> that two-piece tag up um <laughs> Could you name uh, a couple or just any aha moments, some things that as you've done the show that were like, oh my goodness, that was that was a moment. That's something that I'll hold or I'll take with me for some time. So Mitra, what have been some of those maybe pieces of advice or moments on the show that really kind of gave you clarity about even your own life, uh, et cetera? I think our mental health episode, um, because so many people are dealing with mental health right now mm-hmm. and they don't know where to go, what to do, you know, they, they just don't know. Um, they're just in a, a, a lost space and I've been there and just seeing how many people were touched by that episode and how many people who shared similar stories to us, um, that just touched my heart and, and, and let me know that I'm, I'm doing what's right. I like it. Peace. Absolutely. Um, I would say the, um, definitely the mental um the mental um illness episodes not only that but when we talked about um like domestic violence and things like Mm -hmm. that and sometimes you don't really think about it until you like talk about it even though it may not be your situation it's like dad people really go through that and it kind of gives you like a moment like it's like that moment to where you're like even though you're not in that situation, you want to do whatever you can to help. You know what I'm saying? And our conversations make me realize like, dad, like I didn't know I had it in me to like 
to speak on it, even though I never went through it. And I feel like the podcast really helps strengthen my intellect and it helps me want to learn more the more I talk on the podcast, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. And I think, you know, one of the things in our, you know, in the Black community especially, but I think across the globe, you know, regardless of race, is that mental health, uh, mental well-being is more of a conversation piece. And, you know, we do a, at my job, we do a bit on diversity and inclusion. That's one of the things that we talked about. And there's, you know, it was a uh, Arabic young lady who said, you know, even in my community, that's something that we really don't talk about. You know, it's, you know, deal with it, cope with it, be strong, move on, you know. So to have a platform where people can hear others talking about it openly, I think is an encouragement to those who are dealing with it, who may have family members that are affected or touched by that, to begin to have a catalyst, have a motivating force to have those conversations, to be open to those. Because information is illumination. You know, you can't deal with something you can't see. You right. know, I yeah. fall over. I'm blind in the daytime with my glasses. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you cut the lights off. It's over, Jehovah. You hear me? Just call 911. They're going to find me somewhere around here. Just broke up. But, but to provide illumination to people on subjects that we have really put in the dark. We have swept it all the way under the rug. We dug mm-hmm. a hole under the rug and put it there. So I think that those moments, I'm, I'm grateful that you've had them and allow for people to, again, have that safe space to say, hey, look, you know, I prayed and I talked to Jesus and I still need some help. Because even, you know, and, and not to go, even in the Bible, it deals with that. But that's, again, a whole other episode. But I thank you all for, for being that, that voice crying in the wilderness. Now, we're coming into the Thanksgiving season, about to eat too much. And no. my first question is this. What are you guys thankful for uh, around this time? 21. We'll start with T this time, if that's okay. <laughs> of course, you would call my name. <laughs> so I am thankful for a me season because mm-hmm. I, I never had one of those. Um, I know COVID has been like very difficult to deal with, um, but to look at a positive side about it, it helped me. It helped me put me first for once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Once, you know, and um, and I'm loving it. Um, I didn't know me before COVID. I never really tried to. I mean, I knew me, but I never really tried to know me, if that makes right. sense. And uh, being here at home, I was forced to have to True. know me. And, uh, and when I there was a time where I didn't like me and now I love me. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thankful for growth. Right. And I will say to you real quick before Mitra jumps in, you know, if, if you, if you, your only roommate and you don't like your roommate, that's a <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> you, you walk by the mirror cussing your old dirty butt. <laughs> Talk to me like that. This is my house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I digress. Mitra, go right here. What are you thankful for? I am thankful for my family. I am so very thankful for the time that we share. Um, I this year and within the last two years, I have seen so much death 
you wouldn't believe it. And I'm just happy to be alive and happy to be able to still share those memories and, and be around family. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Um, I saw a post today that said, what are you thankful for? I said everything. Yes. <laughs> I mean, every, because in this day and age, there are so many, With you know, we have a food supply chain shortage where mm-hmm. things you were accustomed to seeing, you know, and not even thinking about at the store aren't available. We apparently the infrastructure, the water pipes in Charlotte is struggling because the pipes are bursting every other day. Yeah, and, you know, mm-hmm. so water just essential things that we took for granted at one point, life, you know, are all being tested and tried at different levels in the midst of this pandemic. So everything Absolutely. that I have and the stuff that I don't have, that's the other part of it. I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for all of it. I really Absolutely. Am. Absolutely. So uh when it comes to family and relatives, um, all that. Is there, and, and let me kind of switch this, what food item, what Thanksgiving food item are you looking forward to eating too much of on the day? We'll start mm-hmm. with Mitra and then go to mm-hmm. T. <laughs> mm. Like you said, you said you're grateful for everything. I want everything. Okay? <laughs> so I'm just going to name a couple of my favorites. So my mom's dressing, mm-hmm. the mac and cheese, the candy yams. Uh, the ham, the turkey. Uh, Nick, mm. look, Mi- I'm great. Mitra, look, <laughs> Mitra, you starting to sound like Shirley Caesar. Beans, greens, potatoes. Yes, oh, <laughs> greens, greens, you know. greens too. The greens. I heard T say, hmm. <laughs> girl, I'm telling you, that's how I feel right now. But yeah, those are a couple of my favorites. That's probably, you know, the that's how my plate gonna be looking. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, let, let me flip the script on UT. Different question, same kind of thing. What food item are you not do you not want on your plate during Thanksgiving? What do you not want? Um, I do not want. This may sound bad. I don't want turkey on. <laughs> oh my god, girl! You ain't had no. <laughs> Who cooked the turkey tea? I ain't even gonna put them out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no turkey. Okay. Uh, I don't want it. Um, I do. <laughs> so you You're not gonna tell me that. I thought you loved my turkey. <laughs> That's funny. And I don't want um I don't I don't know people at, well, you talking about the food that's normally served? Yeah, yeah. traditionally. Yeah. And in my home? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. Mainly the turkey. Um I don't want the cornbread. Mm, okay. Girl, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and that's uh I think yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll eat everything else, but yeah, I don't want that. All right, good stuff. Dante, what's your favorite? What you Ooh, looking forward to? I, I like my turkey fried, good fried turkey, the yes. mac and cheese, definitely the yam, definitely yes. uh, the collard greens, yes, yes. Um, cornbread, or, or cornbread or yeast rolls, either one, either way you go ro- with me. Yeast I'm rolls, I, I think I like the yeast roll better. Yeah, Make listen. A look. listen, Dante, let me let me tell y'all, listen, <laughs> Dante, I'm talking to you because she don't eat the turkey, but cut that yeast roll in half, listen, turkey, put a little bit of cranberry sauce. Come on, oh my see, goodness, Mitra, Mitra, we might be cousins down the way. <laughs> my god, yes. <laughs> 
Yes, God. Yes. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yes, yes. I'm telling you. And it, now, now, other question is this, and we're gonna close on Thanksgiving and move to the next piece. Are how how long after Thanksgiving do you allow the food to kind of be repeated? How many days you going? Oh, warming the turkey and all that. How many days you going? Tea and then Mitra. Okay, so if I say this, none of y'all better not judge me. Not at all. Including the listeners, y'all better not judge me. <laughs> so I can eat it for a week. Okay. I'm not judging you. No, no judgment there. Okay. Can you, in the, you in the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> uh, can y'all still hear me? Yeah. We can. We can awesome. Awesome. <laughs> all right, Dante. <laughs> I thought y'all cut my mic off. Okay. <laughs> so I'm with T. I, I'm like a week. Like mm-hmm. I know people say, they say after three days it's gone, but honey, if it's still in there, I'm, I'm yeah. doing it for a week, honey. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like like to, to your point, Mitra, I'm recreating. I'm, I'm doing your little yeast roll. We making little sandwiches on the yes. side. We, we remixing it. We putting some mac and cheese together with some some chicken nuggets from uh, Chick-fil-A. We, we doing some stuff, okay? Yes. We getting real inventive. Okay? Yes. Get real creative. Make a turkey sandwich with some lettuce, tomatoes. Come on now. good stuff. Come on. Turkey yeah. club coming up, kids. Yes. <laughs> That's right. All right. Next question uh, is this. And we'll, we'll kind of close this and then we'll uh, give you guys the opportunity to kind of reshare uh, what y'all got going on, how we can get in touch with y'all, hear your podcast and all that you are putting forth into this world. So that question is this. I, and the name of my show is I Am No Expert. Question for both of you all. What is your area of expertise? And anybody can go first. Um, I'm going to say talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am an expert at conversation. <laughs> I can talk your head off. <laughs> Meet you laughing because you know it's true. <laughs> Dante, I, I'm I think I'm gonna have to go with you. I'm I, I'm no expert. I'm just living life and 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 learning from my experiences. I, I don't have any expertise. Um Yes, you do. What's my expertise? You tell me then. Talking just like me. <laughs> 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 T said, "What you're not gonna do is sit here like you can't talk too. What you're not gonna do. Sit here, have me out here talking by myself. Now you, my co-host, you can talk too. I'll I love it. Shade, no shade. But but I I, I will say this to, to your point." It, there is value in being able to learn because everybody, everybody don't have that. Oh no, everybody don't right. have the ability to sit down with some stuff and go. Okay, I, I got some takeaways from that. I can, or I can replicate <laughs> what you just showed me. I know mm-hmm. some people that have tried and they they just still trying right now. <laughs> <laughs> they still sitting there trying. Like bless your heart, Paul little Tink Tink. Look at you. Look at you. You just tried it. You pull little tink. As as they say in the deep south, bless your heart. Bless Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, that exactly. All right, ladies, to close the show out, please tell us where can we get more of your content. I listened to some of your shows uh, in preparing for this. I love that T and you can speak on this if you'd like. You don't like the let's go with the flow thing. I heard that is a pet peeve of yours. I want to show them. So why is that? (laughs) Expound upon that. What does that mean, and why don't you like it? I don't like, I've had bad experiences with go with the flow. Right. Like when it came to like, 
uh dating and stuff like that, the guy will be like, you know what, let's go, mm, you know, go I with the flow. And then like three, six months down the road, we still going with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm about to drown in this flow. You got it's the Titanic. <laughs> I don't like it. You know, I feel like going with the flow, I need to know where is mm-hmm. our, you know, our destination. Like, where is the goal? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I feel like going with the flow is not giving me any type of um, stability. <laughs> it's right. like we just ride down the road and I don't know where we're going, but we just drive. Taking the easiest path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the easiest path. So you you going with the flow, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that that is so true. I, I say often, um, that I think in any relationship, whether it's platonic, whether it's friendship, whether it's a business relationship, one of the best things you can do at the start is level set. Now you have to, and I think part of the level setting is understanding that it's a conversation that is going to happen on a continuum. So, hey, look, today I want you to know you my girl, I'm your man. Boom. Or you my woman, I'm your man. But like you said, going with the flow, and I've known people that have been in a relationship for years, <laughs> And they go, this is my boo out in public. He'd be like, who you talking to? Like, you, bro. The man who lives at my house, who drops me off in my car and plays a PlayStation, I bought for you. You, you are my man. I'm sorry you didn't know after five years, but yes, that's you. Congratulations. Lord have that's mercy. That's what happens when you go with the flow. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Three kids down the road, like now. Now, uh, what are we, nigga? What are we? <laughs> you about to be dead? <laughs> what we, we about to be missing you, brother. All right, that whole part. That whole part. Don't go with the flow. Listen, don't listen. You didn't draw nothing else. Don't go with the flow. You get with the, with the flow, brothers or, look, or sisters, because sisters do it to you too. That's true. Well, That's don't true. Nah, come on, Dre. Let's just you know we just you know we just cool. We cool. Ice cube. <laughs> the, look, the back of my pillow is cool. Okay. <laughs> Ice cubes are cool. I am not cool. I'm a human. I have a oh core temperature God. of ninety eight some odd degrees. Okay. That's Hello. Love mercy. All right, so I'm I'm done fooling, but I had I had I heard that and I was like, well, I want T to talk about this go with the flow thing. I gotta hear. <laughs> gotta hear. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that, how can we hear your content? Tell us again, T, and also Mitra. Where can we get the books? Let us know. This is your time. We'll go with Mitra first, and then T, you'll close us out. Okay. All right. So you can follow my podcast on Instagram at it's underscore Grady underscore baby underscore. Um, and again, all streaming platforms, check us out, listen to us again. No gossip, just talk with my girl Tanisha Javon. Um, would love to hear feedback from you guys. You can inbox us, DM us, whatever you want to do. So give us some content, um, topics or questions or scenarios. Absolutely. And, um, to listen to our episodes, um, we are on all streaming platforms, but to make it easier for you, you can just go to our website at nogossip-justtalk.com. Um, also, as far as like my books, they are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, some other sites as far as like Walmart as well. I do have audio for The Wounds from a Healing Heart, but to make it easier for you, you can just go to my website. That's at tanishapeak.com, and it's T E N I S H A P E E K dot com. Okay. All right. Ladies, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I had a blast, and we'll definitely have to have y'all back on just so we can have fun. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Thank you.
You are so welcome. Appreciate it, Dante. Thank you. Take care. Have a good one. Yes, yes. You You too. too. Good night. Good night. And what an amazing show that was. Thank you all again for listening. Uh, And if you hadn't taken the time to go out to my online shop, DantesDeals.com. That's DantesDeals.com. D-O-N-T-E-S-D-E-A-L-S.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and other lifestyle pieces I'm sure you'll know and love. We began the show talking about the lottery, or a sudden windfall, and the statistic goes like this, that 70% of people who have a sudden windfall, either by winning the lottery, inheritance, etc., 70% of them lose it all within a five-year period. So the call to action is this, to be a better steward over that which you have been afforded. You have time. Some have money, some have friendships, some have family. Whatever has been given to you, be mindful to be a good steward over it. Love on the folks that are around you. Forgive the folks who have offended you. Your life will be richer, better, and greater because of it. Thank you for listening to He Is No Expert. See you next week.